What's up, everybody? This is Thomas Bahamas, and you are here for another episode of Solana Weekly. Well, our man, Barry Silver, predicted that it was going to be a big week this week. And guess what? He was finally right. He's been saying this for years now. And uh, that's right. He is correct. And we are getting legitimized likely just any time here. Um, the crypto space in general, which has been dragged through the mud, attacked by the system from both Elizabeth Warren and Gary Gensler for the last few years. Um, but yeah, I mean, today we celebrate a massive W with the Bitcoin ETF, right? You know, as the largest cryptocurrency, this is huge and the impacts will be felt across the whole sector, right? So uh, boomers will in fact be buying our bags and uh, regardless of any short-term price movements, this is a massive development and huge narrative moving forward. Um, you know, you could almost argue that at this point, it's probably one of the biggest narratives that we'll see. Um, so, you know, let's what we're going to do in this episode is take a look at how a Bitcoin ETF will actually impact our bags, um, how it will affect the Bitcoin price and the whole eco, whole crypto ecosystem as well. Um, and then what we can do to set ourselves up to kind of benefit off of it. Um, so we'll kind of start off with the current market sole price. Uh, just over 97, 97.13, I think is what I have uh, and looking like it's ready to pop, um, you know, pop up. I would say we're about down, we're down about 10% from uh, this time last week, but it's, I mean, it's been like a crazy volatile little week uh, that we've had, um, you know, with pretty huge swings up and down. Um, you know, last week we had that wick down to like 70 bucks. We also had a wick down to uh, low 80s. Um, but we've also seen a highs up over 105, right? So it's pretty big range here. Um, and I think that, you know, right now, especially while, um, you know, this ETF is getting approved, fake approved, whatever it is, um, you know, I think that we can simply zoom out and plan for 140. Um, I, I think that's a pretty pretty safe little zone where there's been some previous resistance there. I don't think we're going to stop there, but I think that that's... Uh, a pretty like, consensus bet at this point, right? Um, I think that leverage is probably going to get punished by the volatility right now, both ways, uh, up or down. And I think, I mean, I, th I think that spot is the way, uh, unless you are, you know, active, you know, extremely short-term trader. Um, Soul ETH. So we did catch a dip uh, versus ETH. So ETH caught a bid. Uh, it's at 0.04 right now. Um, ETH and ETH beta plays, you know, they're they're up a lot. Um not like too much, but I think Arbitrum is up like 15%, um, ETH up a good percent. But I mean, it's it's about time, to be honest, like contrary to like the Twitter timeline, like it's a good thing. We actually, we want ETH to go up. Like ETH is going to go up. Um, you know, ETH going to zero is not a good thing for any of us. Um, so, you know, we, we do want ETH to go up. Um, it, it has been kind of insane how flat ETH has been, um, but you know, like I said, it, it's catching a bit of a bid. Um, it's going to ride the coattails of the Bitcoin ETF and, you know, should be the next um, the next crypto in line for an ETF. Um, so we'll, we'll see, you know, what the developments are there. Haven't been listening to the Bankless podcast, but I'm sure that they went, you know, hammered that point home. Um, and I, I know that they're coming out with like staking and restaking and all this, you know, so you, 
you can totally get a lot of money back with your 3% yield or whatever it is. But um, anyways, moving on. So sold BTC is in at 0.00209. So um, it's an interesting one because <laughs> Sol, you know, as Bitcoin was kind of ranging up and down on the, you know, the fake approval yesterday, and then it dipped back down to, I don't think it went up to 48, down to 45. Um, Sol's kind of mimicking that price. <laughs> so, um, you know, tied in pretty well. Um, with that, and it's, you know, like I said in the beginning of this, it, it does look like it's coming back up. And, uh, you know, I, I expect the flows to continue to be positive towards the whole crypto ecosystem. I think that, you know, if you're looking at, you know, all of crypto from an outsider, I still think that Solana is the most interesting. Like, yeah, there are some potential, you know, super risky bets. You could go down the risk curve and, you know, um, find find some coins that have some potential like that. But I, I don't think that they're as mature as the Solana ecosystem is now with kind of still that large potential. So um, I kind of think it's in a good zone right there. Um, but um, but let's get it. Let's dig into these wild swings. So uh, so the SEC's Twitter account was hacked yesterday um, and they released that the Bitcoin ETF was officially approved. Uh, you really can't make this shit up. Uh, it's amazing. It's it's a disaster. It's a beautiful disaster. You know, the agency that is supposed to protect citizens from cybersecurity threats did not use a two-factor authentication on Twitter and got SIM swapped. <laughs> so they, uh, it, what the funniest part about this too is they originally tried to say that Twitter was actually hacked and uh, that's how they were compromised. But Twitter was like went back and uh, corrected them and saying, no, no, no. That account didn't have two two factor authentication, and uh, yeah, they were SIM swaps. <laughs> so it's incompetence at its finest. Uh, you know, it's just like Gary Gensler's like last hurrah is getting the Twitter account hacked and approving a Bitcoin ETF, and then hopefully never showing his face again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the kickers were we're getting the ETF today, and you know everything was already all but approved. And before this, before this tweet went out, so it, it's just chaos. And you know, even right now, I, I I went on Twitter to just see, you know, all right, is, did the SEC tweet again, or do I even go there? Somebody redirected to like the official site. Um, I think the White Wolf Osaka was like, all right, here's the site. It's finally up. And then you go to the site, and the site was down. So I don't know that too many people are checking it. I don't know. It was a fake site. Like we're just like. We're just on the edge. Uh, it, it, it's basically approved, but um, the fact that it got they got hacked is just unreal. Uh, yeah. So, and you know, the price action was absolutely miserable yesterday. I mean, tons, tons of liquidity got got absolutely crushed. So, you know, when it was released, the price instantly mooned up to forty eight k, and then it, when when it was released, that it was hacked, it like snap crashed down to forty five k. And uh, Solana kind of kind of followed that same line as well, where it kind of caught a little bit and then dumped. Um, so uh, absolutely amazing. And I, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Right. I, I would expect some shenanigans in the first few days um, or weeks. But uh, you yeah, you got to be crazy if you don't think that this sends Bitcoin to the moon long term. I mean, this just like completely opens up TradFi to our asset class with like a legit product. Right. Uh, before you had. Grayscale Bitcoin Trust and those couple um, 
like the long or the um, long Bitcoin one as well, where there was a ton of fees, right? So none of the products were that good where these, the fees are all really good. The fees are extremely aggressive. They're like basically zero. They might, you know, the fees might increase after some time, but basically the way that it is, is each of these um, ETFs are fighting for liquidity in the beginning and they're going to do so by, you know, having the lowest amount of fees. Um, there's rumors, of course, that BlackRock has $1.5 to $2 billion ready to roll, basically, when their ETF gets launched. Um, so, you know, I mean, that's going to be that'd be a good splash. Um, you know, is it true? I don't know. Is that going to pump all of our bags? Hopefully. Um, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, and I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll check it out. I hesitate to check the uh, prices as I do this, but um, it's it's tempting. Um, so that's, that's where we're at, um, as far as the ETF, right? Um, this also is going to be opening the gates up for other ETFs, uh, for crypto, right? So, um, you know, that, that would potentially leave ETH, maybe Sol, um, in line. Um, I mean, if you look at other ETFs, like there's like an inverse Kramer ETF and there's like a bunch of other BS ones. So, um, for them not to have crypto on there seems, uh, you know, pretty silly. So, um, I like that. And I mean, this is just going to give, you know, people the appetite for that volatility, uh, that we do see in crypto. Um, other than that pricing, uh, bonk is of course pumping. Uh, so our favorite dog is at 0.0001503. Um, I think it got down under 10, so up about 50% from the lows. Um, you know, it's just looking good. Um, I will simply smooth brain hold this, you know, longer than people can say it's going to go down to zero. Um, I, I think it's going to go crazy. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's going to go up and down. But I think if you look at this and, you know, a yearly time frame, if you hold it for a year, you're going to do great. Um, so that's that's the way I'm playing it, trying to, trying to hold on to it as much as I can and not sell. I think the... Uh, a good, good rules. Every time I tell my wife about it, maybe sell a little bit because that seems to be around the top. Um, but whatever we hold, um, now some other kind of main topics that have been going around that I really like. So the saga phone, so our Solana phone, the award winning phone for the worst phone. is just a, it's a freaking gold mine. Uh, so it, a new NFT was dropped and now it pays for the phone itself, right? So the NFT project is called the Saga Monkeys. Uh, Pixel Art Project, the founder released some cat project before. Um, and the floor actually crossed Tensile <laughs> before settling around around eight, maybe dropped a little bit below that. But current prices, that clears the cost of the second wave of phones. Um, so, I mean, it's only the beginning. Add in the bonk, the um, was it all access. Um, you know, there is a lot of drops and <laughs> I think this is only the beginning, right? So, um, you know, I, I think that it's actually realistic that you see something between like 50 to 100K of airdrops um, per phone, um, just just based on the way that you can actually target real holders of Solana and, you know, like, yeah, like some people like stacked phone towards phones towards the end, but that's going to be like a pretty... Um, that's like an edge case on here. I think that for the most part, these are, you know, pretty hardcore Solana users. And I mean, we, when we were buying these, 
um, originally, like it was a thousand bucks and we didn't know that much about it. <laughs> so, uh, we kind of blindly spent the thousand dollars online and that's, that's a, it's a, it's a growing sector that, uh, businesses are trying to target. Right. So, uh, we'll see how this keeps on playing on, but you know, that was something that was recently brought up on the empire podcast. Right. So, um, that the, just how sought after the crypto ecosystem is, um, you know, from advertisers because they are the group with a lot of wealth that's willing to spend online. Uh, so it kind of crosses off two boxes there that is desirable for uh, different businesses to target. So a pretty easy way to target them is, hey, they have the psychogenesis NFT. Let's see, let's see if they're interested. Here's five bucks, here's 10 bucks. Or in Bonk's case, here's 500 bucks, you know, like that. It's gonna be, I mean, I, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I, I mean, free phones are great. Uh, the phones are cool and it continues to be great. I think it's going to be like a case study in this idea of, um, you know, finding, you know, really good, dedicated Solana users that are easily reached. Uh, but I will simply collect and build on it. I need to get my second phone. I need it to arrive already, but uh, I'm loving every step of this. Um, speaking of phones, Helium, again, crushing. Seeming like more and more of a no-brainer. Um, I kind of want to switch my main phone line over to it. You know, I'm, I'm, I keep like waiting for like something to happen or waiting for a reason um, for me to not switch it over to my main line, but I can't find it, right? 20 bucks a month and you can make more than that in a week just by sharing your location for their mapping. I, you know, that is a pretty good selling point. Um, I just don't see... And I don't really see, like see that going away, right? With the rate that they're adding lines, bringing customers on, and like the trajectory of these tokens, like it's gonna be, it's gonna be insane. Um, and you know, I brought this up last time, but they're the main example of the deep end narrative. And uh, you know, I they they got they got a lot of room to go up. Um, so I'm bullish. Um, so we'll, we'll I'm gonna keep monitoring that. Like that's. It's hard to ignore at this point um, because it's just like a, I don't know. It's just awesome. So anyways, some kind of like thoughts that I had as far as the market goes. Um, I don't, I'm trying to do this. So it's not like I'm doing it, but I, like I want to focus more on the majors, right? You know, as tempting it is as it is to like look at the shiny objects or, you know, whatever the meme coin of the day is. I actually think that this is just more of the time to, sit in spot and sit in majors, you know, don't get too caught up in, in every other little coin. Um, you know, because if you look at the big picture right now, like, yeah, you might catch a 10 X, but are you going to sell at the right time? Um, you know, do you really want to be sitting in a computer looking at targets? Are you, are you going to have the right targets? You know, what happens if things change and you don't, you're not paying attention. Um, you know, I, I guess it's more of a personal call, but, um, you know, I think what it is is have some commitment on what you're gonna, what you think is gonna be the big winners over the year, and uh, have have some commitment to those and stake the coins that you can, right? So, um, I'm also I'm gonna be lumping Bonk in with this because, uh, yeah, I, you know, like I said before, I'm I'm gonna be holding this one for a while. Um, I added a little bit earlier, and uh, I I'm I think it's just getting started. So. Um, there will, you know, there will be a time to rotate to altcoins, and uh, I'm gonna live. I'll give a little list of like my top contenders that I've been thinking of, and a little bit of reasoning. Um, 
just because like, you know, when people come to the Solana ecosystem, a, a big uh, complaint is like, well, I come to Solana and you just buy Solana, sell Solana, uh, lend Solana to borrow more Solana to buy stake Solana, you know, it's like, but there, there, there are great other tokens and protocols that you can now be buying and looking at and seeing what you like. Right. So now's the time to kind of pick at least like explore some of them. Um, I think one of my top ones is actually blaze, uh, <laughs> B soul. So it's a liquid staking token. Um, they currently have the best DeFi farming options and it airdrops you blaze tokens. Um, so if you look at like Hawksite or you look at Camino or you look at, um, any, actually even like Superstake, uh, Superstake.com. Um, they have great options for BSOL, right? So, um, you know, they had good incentives leading up for other ones. You know, uh, Marinade was incentivizing their MSOL token where you got some extra Marinade on the side. Jito obviously came out with their Jito token. Um, but I mean, those aren't going on anymore, right? So I feel like right now is like the window for Blaze to be going off. Um, so, you know, and, and when you look at the market cap comparisons of their token versus the other ones, it's ridiculous, right? Like Gito's in the billions and, uh, Blaze is nowhere near that, um, and nowhere near Marinade either, but Marinade, they've been around for a while. So it's, it's got some, I think it has the most room to grow in the liquid stoke, liquid staking token, uh, like sector. Um, so that's that's one that I'm thinking about. Another one is just any Coinbase um, SBL token, right? So Solana tokens that are on Coinbase. Uh, as it goes, Coinbase, I'm going to go into Coinbase later some more, but Coinbase will be the number one spot for new traders or even people coming back to crypto. Um, they're going to use Coinbase. That's just how it goes. Um, as soon as Coinbase is the number one app in the app store, you, know, you might want to take a look, take a little profits um, because that is going to be the place for trading. Um, not necessarily a good thing, but it's a, it's a pretty good like proxy for what you should be looking at. Um, some of the ones that I like uh, are any of them on there, but Marinade, um, so the MNDE token, Honey, Hive Macros token, another deep in play, HNT, Helium's token, Jito, Jupe, will likely get least listed there. Um, Orca is amazing. Um, I think renders on there or should be on there as well. Um, so those, those are some that should be solid. Um, but you know, I, you know, as a reminder, I mainly for myself, of course, I, I think that these will likely run after Solana and Bitcoin run. Right. So, um, if, uh, if I was betting man, I, what I do is I'd swap maybe 10 to 20% of my soul into these alts when soul hits 140 or slows down around that area. But, um, we'll see, you know, it's hard to time those things, you know, hundred percent, but that will likely be the rotation. Um, yeah. And you kind of go a little bit more into, into Coinbase. So got a lot of opinions on them. Um, you know, I am endlessly bullish on them, right? Like their stock is great. What's that around 150? We're going above 400, right? It's insane. Um, it's a super great company. Brian Armstrong is a beast. They've done a great job. Um, they found themselves in a position where they're pretty much unstoppable, right? They moved more slow than a lot of their competition, offered a lot less, um, tried to, but you know, they were actually actively trying to follow the laws. 
Um, and they even sued different agencies when the laws weren't clear. Uh, and now they're kind of being rewarded for doing the right thing um, by, you know, being around still, right? So, uh, you know, and basically the regulators kind of handed them not a moat, but like they're like, I mean, there's there's a few competitors, but none of the same size as Coinbase at this level, right? So, um, I mean, eight out of the 10 ETFs are actually going to use Coinbase as a custodian for the coins. Um, so, I mean, the regulators basically like, King made, like made them kings of this, right? So um, I, I think that the stock is a no-brainer and my 401k is loving it. Uh, but the flip side of this is that it's a pretty shit platform for users, right? They they kind of, they charge a ton for trades. It's like two bucks plus a percent or percentage to actually trade on their platform. Um, so really the only proper way to use it is as an on-ramp, an off-ramp for USDC to your bank, right? They've got a partnership with Circle. So um, they can make those those conversions super simple um, and it's free. That's the that's the best way to do it. Make all your swaps on on chain. You know, you use Solana, you get great. You get the best prices if you go to Jupe.ag and Jupiter, and uh, you know the low transaction costs. And like, why would you not do that, right? Um, but I mean, as new users, they take advantage of them, right? So, um, you know, trading on there makes ETH actually feel cheap. Uh, I made a swap on there for the first time in years and it was like over 80 bucks. Um, so I was not loving it. And, you know, this is, this is the go-to platform that I recommend, right? Uh, it's incredibly clunky. It's costly. It's begging to be disrupted, but I mean, I don't know if it's the right way to bring it up, but. I think the FTX basically took off because they made their platform like the opposite. <laughs> you know, it was like super easy to use, cheap to use, and offered users what they wanted, right? Like, yeah, there was fraud on the back end, so they grew way faster than they should have, but like it was a very enjoyable platform to use and it was really easy. Like there was no friction. Uh, you know, maybe too little friction. Uh, but you know, that you know, that that still stands, right? Like the that idea that um, I don't know, Coinbase is so bad that it's good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, so I, I guess like what I'm saying is like once a legitimate competitor comes up, we ape into that, right? Like would it, it would be nice if it was backpack, but it's so hard in the US that I just don't see it anytime soon. Uh, we deal with what we have to, hope that uh, we get some new legislators in there and can get some real competition that's good for everyone. All right, let's see. Over the NFT front. Um, so I, I am thinking that uh, once we get this Jupiter airdrop and we get a ton of liquidity roaming around, excess liquidity, the NFTs are gonna fly. Um, that's, that's, my, that's my thinking. Um, just because, I mean, that happened after Gito and you know, NFTs kind of slowed down a little bit. So I think, I think we see it. Um, so we, we got to go into our favorite NFT, the Solana monkey business. Um, SMBs, they, they can't catch a break these days. You know, I'm glad to be out, sold my Gen 2. Um, but every time I go in there, the Discord is a mess. And the uh, loudest members are the dumbest. Uh, the silent majority of SMBs are great, right? But, I mean, it doesn't really matter if they're inactive. Um, Nam is the GOAT. He's the CEO, and he's, like, dedicated to running it as a DAO. Uh, which is great. I mean, it's monked out, but 
also, you know, you look at that, it's proving that a DAO is probably one of the most ineffective ways to manage a group of DGENs trading NFTs on the five minute chart, <laughs> right? Uh, so anyways, you know, they, um, floors down, the vibes are terrible. Uh, they, it came out that, you know, they, they do a bunch of pre-sales and, uh, the team minted a bunch of these pre-sales or bought a bunch of pre-sales before they released it. So everyone's mad. Uh, and you know, it's just like, they just can't catch a bid and, I don't know. Uh, I guess the good news is they burnt that the 5,000 barrels that they said they would. Um, so maybe Gen 3 catches a bid. I don't know. Um, I think the whole punks on Solana thing kind of sucks. I think that they just stuck with uh, reject humanity, return to monk. It would be a banger. Um, but also, you know what? Everyone has their own opinion and no one can agree on anything. So maybe my opinion just doesn't matter. <laughs> right? Um, now move over to the quacks. Ah. Quex is the best, right? So the exact opposite of SMB, right? You just have uh, people having fun, people doing doing what they can, you know, not letting too many people into kind of like the main nobles chat. Um, and they continue to kind of crush it. You know, the floor's down a bit, but like the, the vibes haven't left. You know, the whales simply hold. Uh, they've got a massive treasury now for that they're going to spend on parties or donating to cool causes. Uh, it's kind of centered around fun. And you know what? I'll keep holding. You know, it's, it, I, you know, when you kind of like analyze, like, all right, why am I holding so many of these ducks? It's, you know, like nothing has changed, right? It's still like uh, nobody's like pretending to be who they aren't. They aren't like trying to please everybody. They're just kind of like it's having fun. No, that's a bad idea. No, we're not going to do utility. No, we're not doing a token. You know, they're kind of like sticking with the core ideas and core ideals. So. It's good to see. Um, now we go over to the air airdrop update. I thought this would be something important to talk about, right? So the Jupiter going to be the biggest of the year um, as far as like distribution, you know, uh, as far as number of wallets and total value. Like it, it's just going to be massive. Uh, there's no way around it. Um, and we're pumped about it. Um, but I don't know, like direct value. Actually, yeah, direct value is looking good. Um, yeah, so. Jupiter's going to be crazy. Uh, I think margin right now is being overlooked. Once they convert their points to tokens, we should see, you know, pretty massive wealth effects, right? Um, I've added significantly to my lending after kind of thinking about this more. Um, you know, they, you think about it and they've been doing this for a while, right? Like they really kind of were the pioneers of a lot of like the Solana DeFi 2.0, right? Um, so I, They've got a lot of assets under management, so we'll, we'll see what they do, and uh, I'm, I'm pumped about that one. Um, I think the Drift also is going to be coming out with something massive. They, you know, they're kind of hinting at something, maybe points and token, um, but Jupiter is going to basically eat their lunch unless they do something. Jupiter's perps are you know more expensive, but the execution and liquidity is like, way better. Um, so to combat this, I think they need to reward users and incentivize new users. Um, and how you do that in crypto is you give them a token. Let's get the airdrop. Um, so we'll, we'll see about that. Camino's dropping something. I think there's actually a Solana call tomorrow morning. Um, you sign up through Luma, um, and they do a great call at 6am. And I think they're actually going to discuss quite a few of these, uh, but also Samo, Samo token coin was the dog coin, uh, did an airdrop to saga holders and also made a tool 
to make it easy to airdrop holders of the Genesis NFT token. So it's great. And I, you know, I would imagine there's going to be more of these, um, but those are, those are the airdrops. I, you know, yeah, I guess I am. I should talk about it too. As far as airdrops go, the Celestia, I, I bridged to Solana over. <laughs> yeah. Massive play. Uh, but I, I stake the TIA coin. Uh, supposedly there will be tons of airdrops and you know what? Like I just want exposure there. So uh, last week I brought up one of my, my thoughts on the Cosmo ecosystem. Cosmos ecosystem is fantastic. Um, the way it works is you bridge over, uh, you stake your coins, uh, the coins go up and you forget about it. And then the coins go back down and then you remember it and sell it for a loss. So I'm, I'm in one of those stages right now, uh, but I did it. And uh, maybe I'm just airdrop hunting these days. I'm a farmer. Um, but I, I feel like it's, it's worth kind of understanding a new, a new, uh, new ecosystem and yeah, they feel like a lot of people keep talking about it. So we'll see how it goes. I'm not too pumped about it, but whatever. Um, yeah. And, and again, like, I, I think we got a lot going on, right? So juke drop end of the month, uh, coming up pretty soon here, next few weeks. Um, after that, like. We should just be crazy, right? Like that's just pouring gasoline on the fire. Um, so with that, I think we see some tokens catch a bid. I think NFTs catch a raging pump. And we uh, probably see a bunch of meme coins go to the moon too. Um, I hope that it's the used car and the your mom coin. I hope they go to the moon and we all make it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's there's going to be so much opportunity and so much fun out there. I can't wait. Um, so yeah, let's, let's get on chain. Let's have some fun out there. And, uh, this is Thomas Bahamas. Thanks for joining.